This is Sylvia on your Saturday afternoon evening on Saturday, August 13th. And today we introduce a Saturday segment called Small Business Saturday with some kids corner stuff just for the kids. Hope you enjoyed this small Saturday segment as well as kids corner for the kids. Take care and have a wonderful day. Representing some Elkhart small shops in downtown Elkhart on the South Main Street. Be sure to check out your local small businesses in Elkhart wherever you find one. Kicking off, the Crafts Men's Daughter Boutique is located at 409 South Main Street and the number for them is 574-216-7316. You can also go online at tcdboutique.com. They also have a second location in Sturgis, Michigan at 172 West Chicago Road. And then number for them is 269-230-7316. If you have any bike repairs, you can head over to Golden Bear Bikes located at 419 South Main Street in downtown Elkhart. And the number for them is 574 294-7243 and you can check them out at goldenbearsbikes.com If you're into reading, head over to the bookroom located at 128 South Main Street and the phone number for them is 574-294-8668 and you can also look them up at lookitupbookroom.com we have another boutique called Stash Boutique Assignment, also located on Main Street at 118 South Main Street. And the phone number for them is 574-389-7446. And you can check them out at shopthestash.com. And winding out small businesses in Main Street will be Bella's Boutique. And they are located at 226 South Main Street with the phone number of 574 343 2894 and you can check them out at bellasboutique.me these are just some of the small businesses in the heart of downtown Elkhart on Main Street you can also find the Dutch Colonel you'll find Hotel Elkhart you'll find the wineries artisans downtown we have the green space if you're in a coffee shop there is coffee shop on Lexington come grind call the grind there's so much exploring you can do in downtown Elkhart so if you ever earn about take a look downtown Elkhart up and down Main Street to see what small businesses you can find take care and have a wonderful night Another round of small shops located downtown Goshen, Indiana, and that's about 20 minutes from Elkhart. So if you're in the area, you can stop by Goshen too. You can go to the Imagination Spot located at 111 East Washington Street, 
And a phone number for them is 574-971-5565. You can also look them up on the web at theimaginationspot.com. And we have Jewel Boutique located at 130 South Main Street. And they are located. And the phone number for them is 574-535-1119. You can go to a small business called Found. Just Found. And that is located at 208 South Main Street in downtown Goshen. And the number for them is 574-534-4394. And you can see what they have to offer at foundgoshen.com. Winding down Goshen, Indiana with the small businesses is Soapy Gnome at 310 South Main Street. And the phone number for them is 574-971-5294. And you can look them up at SoapyGnome.com. Be sure to check out Downtown Goshen and their small shops. They have to offer up and down Main Street as well as some side streets. Take care and hope you enjoy. Here is the small businesses located in downtown Sturgis, Michigan. Kicking off with the York Mercantile, located at 158 West Chicago Road. And that for them is 269-319-6399. Also on Chicago Road, located at 308 East, is a store called Soul Vintage. If you're into restaurant wear, you can head over to San Jose Restaurant Wear in downtown Storage, Michigan. Located at 119 West Chicago Road. Now for them to be reached at is 269-659-6810. And winding down Sturgis, Michigan, small businesses is Lowry's Book. Lowry's Book is located at 118 West Chicago Road in Sturgis, Michigan. And you can look them up at Lowry'sBook.com with a phone number of 269 659- 651-6817. So if you're in Sturgis and you want to check out their small shops, you can go up and down Chicago Road, east and west, to see what more they have to offer. Take care and hope you enjoy some of the small businesses located in Sturgis, Michigan. evening on this Saturday day. Here is a song called Little Brown Girl. And this song focuses on Little Brown Girl. But this song could go for any girl, any young person. Sometimes um, young people, girls, will put themselves down because they don't look like somebody. They don't have the newest things. They don't have, maybe they don't have the best of body shape or too skinny the media has got is portrayed that you are supposed to look this way the little brown girl reminds every girl of every color even though it's called a brown girl this can apply to anybody all young women and young ladies remember that you are loved you are beautiful you are smart you are powerful and you can be anything you want to be. Take a look to the lyrics and see what the lyrics speak to you about. 
take a break and realize you're valued, you are loved. Sometimes our media friends will try to justify by saying, call us ugly names. You are not ugly. You are just as beautiful as a little brown girl says you are. Take a listen and hope you enjoy this song called Little Brown Girl. Hey there, little brown girl. I just want you to know that your hair and your lips and your skin melanin, it's all beautiful. Hey there, little brown girl. I just want you to know it's okay for your nose to have a little bulge. Ain't nothing wrong with having bigger nostrils. Little brown girl, you are so song with a wonderful message any girl of any color any nationality you are beautiful just the way you are sometimes we fall in the trip that we need to be the prettiest model because our friend is the best looking that's not the case we remember even the models have a human face behind all that makeup that they wear on that clothes is a different girl. That's the girl we should found out to be. It is okay to wear, to be glamorous like the models, but that's not all life should ought to be. Just remember, girls of all colors, of all shapes, 
You are remarkable. You are wonderful. And you are created in the wonderful image of God. Take care and enjoy. We can't leave the little boys out. So we're just for them and boys. Remember, you are handsome just the way that you are. You can be remarkable. You can be the greatest basketball player, football player, soccer player. Maybe you want to be a writer. Maybe you want to be a carpenter. You have great ambitions. So this song is just for you. And it's Men in Black. We just can't leave you out. And so here's Men in Black.
Alrighty. Young boys, young whoever, teenagers, remember, you were also created in the image of God. So there's times where the male models, there are male models, male models, who may feel that they need to be like the person next to them. But, yes, society says that girls are treated worse than boys. Well, this time is not the case. Sometimes it's the boys that need know that they're loved by somebody. They get treated. They're the breadwinners. They're the ones who usually work in the household, but a lot of times they don't get the respect or the thank yous that they deserve for all the work that they do. So boys, young men, that stand up and be the guardian defender that you are supposed to be. And make good choices. Take care. Pixar movie to hit our screens and so far it's been a mega hit among fans. It's been praised for everything from its cultural portrayal, its unique sense of humor, the amazing storyline, the animation and many other things. <sighs> How is this possible? What happened to your panda? It's easy. It follows the story of Mili, a 13 year old Chinese Canadian who comes from a long line of women who have the ability to turn into red pandas whenever they're angry or experience other strong emotions. Mi is unaware of this fact and when she turns into a panda for the first time, she's scared, which is understandable. I mean, anyone would be scared if they suddenly went from being a human to a panda. Also, did you know that Turning Red is the second Pixar movie to have an Asian lead character? I'm betting it didn't. Anyways, Mi's parents finally find out when she turns into a panda at school and her mother, Ming, finally tells her the truth about how the transformation is a trait that's been passed down through the women in their generation. Ming also tells her that there is a ritual that can be performed to trap the panda in a talisman and Ming agrees to this. How could she do this to me? Now, even though Ming loves her mother very much, Ming can sometimes be overbearing. She's overprotective and often demands perfection from Mi, who finds herself keeping some secrets from her. As the saying goes, the strictest parents raise the sneakiest kids. So, the day of the ritual comes, and while the ritual's going on, Mi changes her mind and decides that she would rather attend a music concert with her friends than go through the ritual. Of course, her mom doesn't want her to leave, but Mi accidentally knocks her mom over, causing her talisman to break. And Ming's panda is released, and it was revealed to be huge. Way bigger than Mi's panda. You are in big trouble, young lady. Ming is a panda that goes to the concert and gets into a fight with Mi's panda. However, Mi's panda grows bigger and bigger as she gets angrier, and she eventually knocks Ming's panda out. The other women in the family willingly break their talisman and help Mi drag Ming into a circle and start their ritual again, which sends them into the ash plane. Now, let's talk about the ending and why it is the best part of the movie. In the astral plane, Mi meets her mother and they finally sort things out. They talk about Ming and how overprotective she is and how she often drives Mi to perfection. In a surprising twist, it's revealed that the reason Ming is so strict is that her own mother, Wu, was also super strict and controlling with her. Wu also disapproved of Ming's marriage to Jin, who is Mi's father. Each time you do, the stronger it gets. 
And then you'll be bound to it forever, and the ritual will fail. It's revealed that Ming has a strained relationship with Wu that started in adolescent when she was first transformed into the panda, which is kind of similar to the strained relationship that was starting to develop between Ming and me. Ming was treating her daughter the same way her own mother treated her, and this is a telltale sign of generational trauma. This is kind of similar to the issues of generational trauma that we saw in Disney's Encano, where Dula had unrealistic expectations from her children and grandchildren because she never really healed from the drama of her husband's dad. Generational trauma seems to be a topic that more and more animated movies are starting to explore, and fans are here for it. Now, it's unclear whether this pattern can be found in the other females of the family and their daughters, or if it's just something that goes to Wu, Ming, and Mi. Mommy. Me and Ming fix their relationship in the astral plane, and as a result of this, Ming finally finds in her to let go of all of the resentment towards her mother, and she forgives her, causing the cycle of generational trauma to break. The three generations of women are finally able to form a healthy relationship with one another without the hostility that they experienced before. Ming also accepts that her being so controlling means that she is pushing me away, even though what she really wants is to have a good relationship with her daughter. Another thing that happened at the end of the movie is that Mia finally accepts her red panda, even though the rest of her family don't. For many generations, the women in the family have seen the giant red panda as something that they should fear. They see it as a kind of burden and they never really bother to learn anything about it or learn how to control it. They just kept it locked away in a talisman like it's a dirty secret. You only have one chance to banish it and you cannot fail. Otherwise, you'll never be free. I'm not sure if a lot of people notice this, but the family treats the red panda like a secret. For example, Ming tries to force Mi to get rid of the panda, even when it's obvious that Mi was not sure she wanted to get rid of the panda or hold on to it. There's also the fact that Mi had no idea about the red panda until she transformed into it for the first time. Can you imagine how scary it must have been to transform from a normal teenage girl into a panda and not know why? It's kind of strange to think about that even though this is something that is happening in the family for generations, me had absolutely no idea about it. I mean, you would think it's something that our parents would have brought up, right? This is why many people think that this is a big secrecy around the red bear and the family doesn't like it. And this is why they don't tell the girl until they come of age. I mean, I personally think that there are way better ways to handle it, but hey, that's just me. Anyways, at the end of the movie, after Ming, Wu, and Mi make peace with each other and break the cycle of generational trauma, everyone decides to let go of their pandas. Wu, Ming, and all of the other remaining females in the family say goodbye to their pandas and let go of them. Well, all of the females except Mi. You see, Mi had gotten to love her red panda and she chose not to let go of it. Instead, she embraced the panda and finally accepted herself for who she really is. While the other women saw the panda as a weakness too, them, me saw it as a strength. Of course, she knew it was going to be hard to learn to live with a huge panda that gets stronger and more violent when she's angry or experiencing any strong emotion. She knows that she has to learn to control the panda, which would be a lot of work for a fully grown adult and even more work for a 13-year-old girl. But she decides to keep her panda anyways because she likes it and she likes who she is with the panda. She finally learns to accept herself no matter what every 
everyone else thinks. She's also discouraged by the fact that she's the only one in her family to keep the panda. She knows she's gonna be different from everyone else, but she's at peace with that too. When she is swept into the clouds by her ancestor, she's at peace because she knows that she made the right decision. You manipulated her for a bunch of tacky delinquents? No, she wanted to. Don't you blame her. At the end of the day, Turning Red is a coming-of-age film, and at the heart of the story, there is reconciliation and self-acceptance, kind of like the other movies. Self-acceptance is a common theme that you may find in many movies about teenagers and young adults because it's something that many youngsters struggle with. The unique thing about Turning Red is that it shows these things in a different light. I mean, I'm not sure about you guys, and I'm not sure that I've seen a movie that teaches self-acceptance through learning to love and accept your inner red panda. Turning Red is fast becoming one of the most loved movies among fans and it has become a mega hit. But now I want to hear from you guys. What do you think about the movie? Do you agree that it's one of the best movies that Pixar has released in recent times? Which part of the movie is your favorite? What do you think about the ending of the movie? Don't be shy. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below and don't leave anything out. Making my own moves 24 7 365. If you enjoyed watching this video then you should give it a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, then go ahead and click that subscribe button and turn on notifications.
video directed by the Kids Bop Kids. some small businesses located in Elkhart, Goshen, as well as Sturgis, and enjoying a little bit on Kids Corner on this Saturday, August 13th. Remember, Jesus loves you, and you are remarkable. You are amazing. You are created in the image of God. Take care, and have a wonderful day.